Hello, and once again to Hollow Hollow Hangouts. My name is Edwin, and in with me today, as always, in the fabulous whereby machine, is Pam. Mabuhai. Hello. Um, thank you for joining us. Uh, an episode. What episode number is this now? Twenty. Twenty-three. Looks like it's twenty-three. Yep, twenty-three. Yep. Yes. So. Welcome. Um, today, I'm, I'm going to really seriously attempt to keep it under an hour. Uh, we'll see about that. We all know how <laughs> talkative we all get. <laughs> I am seriously trying to make it under an hour. Because um, we don't really have so, that much... We don't really don't have much stuff going on right now. Um, we are in between holidays, right? Halloween passed us. Now yeah. it's Thanksgiving coming up, which the Philippines doesn't celebrate Thanksgiving, nor do they really celebrate Halloween. We'll get into that later mm-hmm. because it's the Burr months and Burr months usually signifies Christmas. That's right. Philippines celebrates Christmas in the beginning of September. I should know this because I was in the Philippines during September and guess what? Lights in the mall. <laughs> of course. Yes. Of course. Holiday music in the mall. And we're talking about when we were not even celebrating Labor Day here in the U.S. They're already playing Christmas music. So, Well, they don't even have Labor Day in the Philippines. <laughs> no, they do don't. They? No, they don't. So, but... so there's a lot. There's a, <laughs> there you go. There's a lot of differences in holidays between oh. the U.S. and the Philippines. But we'll talk but there's about one thing. But there's one thing that is similar is is both I think both countries have a love for like Nestle Quick. Yes. Yes. Um. <laughs> I though although for me it wasn't really Nestle Quick. It was Ovaltine. I grew Ovaltine? up on with Ovaltine. I couldn't yeah. stand Ovaltine. Um, of- <laughs> I don't really. I yeah. I grew out of that. And yeah. It's not. It wasn't. It's not Nestle. It, it's not Overteen. It's the other um, hot chocolate. Uh, I forgot. Nestle which one. Quick. No. 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 It usually it? comes in like a box. Comes in a box. Swissmas. Yeah. That one. Yeah, I usually. Though that's my instant that's chocolate mix that I go to now. Okay. Well, <laughs> speaking of mix chocolate um i am sad to report that i am running out of milo nutra up a very beloved beverage that i was introduced to by my cousin in the philippines and i liked it so much that i i went to a i went to sort of like a like a 7-eleven in the philippines it wasn't called 7-eleven though it was like it was sort of like 7-Eleven, except for it was very more local. And okay. this was like out in where my parents lived. Like it was in the like out in the in the boonies. And and a couple of days before I had to leave to the main city, you know, I hop on I hop on my dad's motorcycle and go to the store. Went in there specifically to get more Milo Neutrop. And and I paid about fifty dollars worth. I I emptied the shelf 
I looked like I looked like I was robbing the place, and <laughs> and just grabbed it. And this, the lady, the counter, were just looking at me, and instantly she found out that I was like, you know, I wasn't from there, and <laughs> she sort of understood. So I that was about what was that? That was about that was back in 2018. And the, my stash I've had, that's how, this is how many I've gotten, right? My stash is now maybe 10 packets left out of like a possible, I don't know, 150. Gosh. You gotta, you gotta space it out. Well, that's the thing. I was trying to space it out, right? (laughs) And... I mean, I'm drinking one right now in my in my fabulous um, um, thermal? mug here, my thermal Thermist. mug. Yeah. Okay. And I gotta say, I just like it. I like it better than like Nestle Quick. I like it better than Swiss Miss. I like it better than. And the thing is, this is like they add like a bunch of like vitamins and nutrients into this mix too. So you're getting like, you know, like B6, B12, bunch of like, bunch of other like, like vitamins and stuff like that which is good it's supposed to be a breakfast a healthy breakfast drink you know and here you're drinking it at night it's a breakfast for dinner exactly (laughs) so yes i'm i'm a little sad that i'm running out i may end up calling my cousin um and seeing if she can ship me some (laughs) (laughs) yeah you know just ship me some maybe you know Buy me another fifty dollars worth, and <laughs> just empty they, out the shelves. Does the Philippines? Does the Philippines do like a like a Costco kind of thing? They like do. Where you buy it in bulk? They do. In fact, it's kind of funny because oh shoot, I forgot what the place is called, but it's not actually far. It was, I I saw it in the cities. I completely forgot what it was called, but it it is a wholesale. And guess what's in there? members mark right ah yeah right in kirkland in the same ah, store in the same freaking store you know who would have thought they could find sam's club and costco in the same freaking store <laughs> it's insane like i you know i don't know if they sell Milo Nutri up in that store if they do then i would be willing to you know willing to buy it and have it shipped to me so so your cousin should be expecting a call sometime soon <laughs> sometime soon sometime soon like I, tomorrow I, see the thing is milo neutra is like the philippine brand right but milo is not is nestle so you'll they have different kinds of milos they even sell milo here in the united states but the ones that they sell here in the united states the one that you find like a cup foods or a or or Kroger's or whatever, wherever you you come from in the United in the United States, it's the Mexican version. Mm. So it's not so as good. It's the Mexican version. Yeah, I did my 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 sister in law, um, who lives out in Utah, saw that I drank Milo, so she got me the Thai version. Oh, so is that any good? It's actually pretty good, but. It's it's sweet. Like they they add they add sugars. The one the thing about the one in the Philippines, this one particular one, is that they barely add sugar in it, so you can control it. 
and me being who I am like to control sugars, right? I'm trying to get off the sug. Yeah. So it's perfect. (laughs) So cool. Anyways, it's it's a it's it's my one of my favorite like morning drinks. I drink it, you know, on occasion at my office. I only got like one packet left at my office, and (laughs) here's the thing: I have a drawer in in my office dedicated to teas and Milo. Teas and Milo. Gotcha. Yeah. With with packets of of uh, stevia, just for good measure. <laughs> so <laughs> I am, uh, um, yeah, I'm. Uh, I'm gonna see how I'm gonna try to procure this. I mean, I'll even look at Amazon. Maybe Amazon has it. I don't know. Amazon seems to yeah, have it's everything. Worth, it's worth a shot if they yeah. have. If Amazon has like a a Philippines, hmm. maybe. Uh, you're gonna yeah, you're gonna have to make sure that you log on through the Philippines. Yeah. Or maybe I mean maybe it's 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 a prime product that I have I didn't I wasn't aware of. That'd be even better because it can get to me in uh, what, two days or something? Wow. <laughs> it may take can, longer than that. Uh, it's it, wishful it, thinking, I know. Yeah. <laughs> so well, good luck with that. Yeah, no kidding. All right. I'm uh I'm on the hunt. So Pam, what have you been up to? Okay, so um I've I've just been, of course, been around the media, as I do. Um I was checking out this one podcast called Kiss My Mic, and I think it was one of the podcasts that was recommended to me because I follow a bunch of Filipino creators. And I think the 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 one that is behind the mic of Kiss My Mic is a Filipino, I think, in California. And he was doing like a series of, um, and this was during uh, Asian American. Uh, oh, so it was last month. Yeah. Uh, yeah. yeah. Uh, I have, I have, I, <laughs> I'm not current with my podcast. But this one was like part four covering the Asian American women series. And this one was about a Filipino, I think it was Filipino-American filmmaker, a documentarian uh, named Michelle Josue. Sorry if I'm okay. butchering your name, but her name is Michelle Josue. And they and she was interviewed uh, with Kiss My Mic. And what I learned is that um, one, she's doing it. She's in the process of doing a documentary about um, Filipino nurses, the history, the struggles then and now, and what, you know, what can we learn from it, really? Um, It's called Nurse Unseen. Mm -hmm. Right now, it's under post-production status. There is no no, uh, release date yet on it. So is this like a theater I, thing or is this like on a streaming service or? Oh, that I don't know. Yeah. That I don't know. All I know is that it's a documentary about Filipino nurses. And um, there is, a, I think, a GoFundMe. Okay. You're going to have to, you're going to have to search for it. it. The named the name of the documentary is Nurse Unseen. Okay. So if you're interested, uh, check it out. Nurse Unseen. About Filipino nurses, the history, 
and what's going on then and now, especially during COVID-19. Yeah. And, and I'm pretty sure that you will see proof that history does repeat itself. Um, oh, for sure. I mean, and yeah. <laughs> yeah. And, and then another thing that I learned is that um, her first documentary back in 2014, um, she was behind a documentary called Matt Shepard is a Friend of Mine. And she made this because she personally knew Matt Shepard. And for those that aren't that don't really know who Matt Shepard or don't remember who Matt Shepard is, Matt Shepard was a gay teen. Um I think he he was like in his 20s, I think, when he was murdered in a in a homophobic attack. I think he what happened was that he was beaten, dragged, and then tied to like a fence or something where he died. Um, Jeez. And so she covered she covered uh, the documentary, Matt Shepard is a friend of mine, because she knew him like before he was a national like a national victim like a national name basically yep um because she she wanted to show she wanted to show that you know matt shepherd was a human she he was my friend mm -hmm. he and i they actually went i think we're in on acting class together okay and he and she uh i think she interviewed family and friends um i don't know it's i don't know i i haven't i haven't personally watched it yet but I just might. Um, and also she did, she was the director behind Happy Jail. I don't know if you remember that. I don't know any of <laughs> Quite honestly. So Happy really... Jail, I think, covers, you know, uh, in the Philippines, they, in order to exercise their prisoners. Oh, they make them do like, like Michael Jackson do the, dances the Michael and da stuff. Jackson dance. Yeah. yeah. Yep. Yep. Yeah, it covers that. Really? <laughs> yep, and she was the director behind Happy Jail. It's a documentary series. I don't know if it's being streamed anywhere, but... Um, I need to look it up, because I could have sworn I saw something about that, like, on... Netflix, like, maybe? No, I think it was on HBO Max. Oh, I see. So... I don't know. Yeah. I have to look because I, I remember there was a series about it, like a series about like because of that particular thing that happened was that that Michael Jackson like thriller dance or whatever like became viral and it happened to be in a like a Philippine jail. Yeah. So. Oh, I remember that, and I don't know it's an interesting thing that the Philippines are doing, but. <laughs> they're doing it. I... They're doing it. They're doing it. So I that's what I learned. And so I'm I'm on my I got my eye out on when that documentary is gonna come out because I am interested in learning about Filipino nurses and it's really relevant with what's going on today. Yeah. And I I think that, you know, in a later episode you you and I should probably touch up on, you know, what's the historic significance of Philippines and them being nurses what and it's what's not the just and it's just it's not just a 
a um, Joe Coy comedy thing because it's actually fairly true. Yeah, you will. Yeah, we will discuss on <laughs> on the rough history. Yeah. behind it. Um, on a lighter note, I before I came onto this recording session, I was watching the Great British Baking Show. Yes, I'm on it. Yes, I know. I am a fanat <laughs> fanatic about it. There was one uh, baker that used ube extract. Yes. And I, yes. and oh, I, see, I like ube, but probably not as much as my husband does. Oh, because I think when, I probably could beat him on that because ube is like one of my favorite <laughs> things to eat. Because, ever. um, oh yeah, because uh, because we were I was just watching the show and then the next thing I knew. He was mixing up something purple. And I'm like, whoa, is that? And then my husband called it, that's ube. And then he later said that, yes, this is ube extract. He's going to use it in like a like a donut-like pastry. I forgot what the oh, name no. is. And when the judges came and tried it, oh, they loved the color. They loved the taste of it. And it, he, it's nothing like, oh, <laughs> Gosh, Ube. I mean, it's just one of those things where once a person tastes it, I think they just like, they love it because it's just a distinct, like, creamy, like, sweet, you know, sweet taste. It's really hard to, it's really, really hard to, to explain. Compare it. To compare to anything. And now, I mean, okay, so. Great British Baking Show is now making is now using ube. Okay, does that has it come to its own now? <laughs> in, the, in the in the grand scheme of things, is it gonna become See, like the I, next creme brulee? Because because <laughs> as as you watch like the great the the show like from like the very first season onward, the Asian flavors that they use are very stereotypical. Like they Mango. use miso or, you know, uh, bread bean paste or something like that. And I was like, well, that's all typical. That's all, that's all like, yeah, because it, yeah, miso and red bean paste is pretty Japanese. Yep. <laughs> you know? And then there's the Indian, uh, like the yeah. curry that they, uh, sometimes use. Like, okay, that's typical. <laughs> And then here okay. he goes, so, uh, yeah. And this guy's from Germany, and he Tur says that he grew up on this. Is he Filipino? No. He grew up on it in Germany. That yeah, actually he's doesn't. He's from Germany, and he was like, "Oh, I grew up eating this." And I'm like, "Really?" That's for some reason that doesn't really surprise me a lot because when I was in the Philippines, when I go to the Philippines, chances are I'm gonna bump into someone who's German. Hey, hey, um, do you want to know a fun fact? What? Ding Dong Dante's is half German. See? See? <laughs> <laughs> See? <laughs> Pam Celebrity Crush is half German. <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. Like, there was, I still remember, like, I was, like, traveling around the hole, and here's this dude in a Jeep, like, this German dude in the Jeep, like running around, like he, like he was just one of the guys, you know. Even though, like, he was the only guy there who was besides my wife, you know. This is like <laughs> when my wife came with me, 
Besides my wife, I think my wife and him were like the only two white guys, white people in the entire, like in the entire so, region. I think we need to do a little bit of homework. I wonder if there is, like, where's the connection? I don't, what I've been told, and this is just me, what I've heard is that I've been told that Germans like to go to the Philippines because apparently it's cheaper for some reason or someone found out like the philippines was this like untapped place like port of princesa in the philippines behold all these like other places <gasps> oh, that are you know like what i think i might know what and it might have to deal with the holocaust no they all went to argentina so mm. <laughs> you talking about Mm-mm. oh <laughs> That's what I've heard, is that it became sort of like a retirement place for for Germans. And, I mean, even I have a I have a relative whose husband is German, who happens to sort of look like, at least what I remember him from, happens to look like Jack Nicholson. And he's full-on German. And sounds German. We would, we would have to do further. <laughs> we would have to... Do some yeah. digging on this because now I, there has no. I thought I thought I watched something dealing with the Philippines and something regarding of World War Two. Oh. Uh, I got I gotta look into it. I would be interested in that because the thing is that in regards to the Philippines in the World War Two, right? We were uh. we were battling Japanese. Yeah. So we no, were but we no, were in the Pacific there was Front. This yeah, there was a connection between German Germany and the Philippines. I can't. Okay, so yeah, so anyway. so Pam's got homework to do. <laughs> That's basically what we're saying here. I'll try. I'll try to remember it. Pam has got homework to do, but anyways, uh, it might be yeah. the reason why he's got some movie in his life because the thing is, Ube is not very like, like uh. No. I, it's not very like a distinct because we remember we were like looking for. Ube extract at one point or another. At one point, yeah. And the only place that we could find it, I forgot who had it. It was a uh, maybe. I wasn't. No, it wasn't United Noodles that had it. Um, I well, I don't know if it was with you, but I know we found some over at some Asian market in Hopkins. Oh yeah, that's it. That's where we found ours too. Now I think I think what. There was a recipe that called for like an ube something, but it wasn't ube extract. It was the other. The paste? Like, like ube the, powder or paste? The paste? Yeah, I've got some of the paste in my... Now I don't remember what it, what we were making it for. Yeah. I've made but ube I ice know. cream. I mean, ube ice cream is like the, one of the best ice creams I've ever tasted. The thing is, though, we don't have an ice cream maker. No, it wasn't oh. ice cream. I think it was... Ube cake, like yes. our version of ube cake. I don't know. Ube, I don't. Re I really don't remember. Ube and samida is one of my favorite things to eat. Ube and samida. <laughs> In fact, the the package of ube and samida I got from the Philippine Center from that from the Carinderia. Oh, the Carinderia gone, witch. gone, gone. Probably okay. in two days. It was gone. This is, I think, a great opportunity to go do a segue into <laughs> yes. what's going on in. In current news in Minnesota. Current news in Minnesota. 
What now, is I don't know, going on I don't know in Minnesota? I don't know if it's news, but current happenings, let's say, in Minnesota that is Filipino-related. Very Filipino. Um, we will go <laughs> ahead and just start off with what we were just talking about. Yummy food from the Philippine Center of Minnesota. Yes, um, they are ha- they're holding another Carinderia uh, on Sunday the 7th. Sorry, I had to look at my calendar. Um, Sunday the 7th from 11 a.m. to I think like 1.30 p.m. Very mm. small window. If you are able to go, please go. Um, it's really and make good. sure that you have a lot of cash on you. <laughs> Although I, I don't think they took credit card, do they? Uh, yeah. Oh, they do. I th- yeah, oh, okay. I think they had like a like a square. One of the but I think the vendors had like a square thing on their phone. They did. Oh, okay. Usually, yeah. I just go to these. Um, yeah. All these like events with cash, just in case. Well, yeah, but, that's um, that's usually good practice for something like like events, you know, like. Yeah, well, it's also a good way of budgeting, although. <laughs> yeah, sometimes good luck. Doesn't work. <laughs> but. Uh, yeah, so if you ever want some more of that ube and samida, or or some more lechon, or... The hopia. Oh, the hopia. Um, mm. Oh, the hopia. Don't get me started! <laughs> Don't get me started. But yes, if you want any yummy food and treats, go to the Philippine Center on Sunday the the 7th, yep. at 11 a.m. to 1.30. It's in Maplewood, Philippine Center of Minnesota. Uh, go upstairs. Yes, go upstairs. Don't go downstairs. Isn't that right? <laughs> Don't go downstairs. If you go downstairs, you'll end up joining church. If you <laughs> go upstairs, that's where the food is. Yep. So. Um. <laughs> and there's and... a very enthusiastic person down there that will try to get you into church. <laughs> <laughs> and chances are, um, if 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 this pattern is going to continue, there should be another calendaria probably the first Sunday in December. Yeah. It's it's something to behold because it's something it's a Carinderas is a very big thing in the Philippines. It's a mo- yeah. I mean that's where I usually like to eat in the Philippines are in Carinderas because number one they're cheap, yeah. Right, and number two, chances are it's a mom and pop doing it, so you're helping mm-hmm. them out. Yeah. Right. Yep. So you're so, supporting a local business and yummy Filipino yeah. food. And that's um that's the key. And another thing, and this is, and chances are, chances are when this pod, this episode gets out, it's probably going to be too late for that. But anyway, <laughs> planning out for next December, uh, there is going to be another Karen Duryea, which I think there will be. Uh, make room for it. Yeah. If you um, want to. And you, it makes me want. And they sell trinkets too. They sell gifts. There was a gift person who was selling like, like Filipino, like gifts there or something i wonder i wonder if it's gonna be bigger in december because of christmas oh yeah that could be a possibility i know but the thing is though if it's gonna be in that small space i don't think we could fit any more well they have a third floor too okay well they They might have to tap into that it's a pretty big (laughs) it's a fairly sizable building i mean i can't imagine they yeah. can't use up the whole space i mean do that i mean the church only takes the down like the downstairs room so right right so right karen Daria, plan it out yum yes. all right next um 
Pam, you got something. You got something that I did not get, and but yours is like very, very Filipino for Christmas. What is it? Um. Okay. So going down the line, CSFA is um selling parole kits, not yes. the parole like no, jail. not jail no. parole. <laughs> parole are the huge star lanterns. Yes, they're usually made out of paper and sticks. Um, if you want, it's it's a very fun uh like activity. It should be easy enough that the the kids should be able to you know have you make made, their own parole kit. Have you actually made one before before you got yours? No, you've never made one. No. Okay. And I I have I have full intention to actually record myself trying to put Do this it. parole kit. Do it. Since since Edwin is not gonna do it, I might as well. Um, but yeah. Um, uh, and apparently Lauren, Lauren, uh, the president that you, uh, the former president, last year's president. Yeah. Yep. She she actually um has a video, like a step by step video and of her it. actually making it. Um, Sweet. there's a QR code in every parole kit that you just scan and it'll just send it to that instructional video and i was like i'm ju- i'm just trying to figure out should i watch the video before i do put the parole together or should i just wing it <laughs> wing it it'll be it'll be it'll be it'll have more entertainment value if if things don't go right i mean we've all seen <laughs> we've all seen like you know like home improvement way back when i guess you know or I love that show. Yeah, where like, it's there's a right way to do it, and there's a winging way to do it, or a wrong way to do it. Tim, Al- so it's, <laughs> Tim Allen is the winging way, like yeah, with flair. Yeah, it <laughs> it's always entertainment value. I say you do it out of you know like, I haven't opened this thing up yet. I have no idea what this is. Rip it open and start looking at the instructions, if any. <laughs> and see what I happens. I just because I just remember I've made one before a long, long time ago when I was a kid, and mm-hmm. mine. Did, I I just remember mine looked like crap. But oh they, great! But they hung it up anyway <laughs> because I made it. That's right? Very reassuring. <laughs> <laughs> but mine was like mine was like like you know like here's some wood you know like sticks you know like it was like i don't know if it was like balsa sticks and then like paper mache and everything and you wrapped it and yeah it's just I... it's interesting. so <laughs> so yeah so we'll have we'll see the only thing that is needed is apparently like hot glue yep and probably scissors and whatever everything else should be provided in the kit it the kit is worth twenty dollars you could either uh pay for it via paypal or uh visit the csfa burnsville uh warehouse um and then just pay however and then you could just pick it up there um i think it's like every thursday so i think if you're available on the 11th or the 18th in november um they should be open from like 7 to like 8 30 or 9 and you could just go ahead, stop by, pick it up there, and this is their way of um, supporting the CSFA because 
This year, they weren't able to do the Festival of Nations because of COVID, and usually they get their main revenue through yeah. that they, event. And they didn't even do Philippine Day. They're the ones who host Philippine Day yeah. on, uh, on the east uh, suburbs, and they couldn't even do that, which is sad because they had to do it. They had to cancel it again. They had to cancel yeah, it twice no- already. That's pretty Yep, Bad. and they had to skip out up on Pamana, and yeah, it looks like caroling will have to be uh, virtual again. Yeah. So yeah, um, so I strongly the... encourage people yeah. to who uh, who can um, afford to buy a parole kit, uh, support the CSFA, and also learn how to make it. It's supposed to be easy enough that kids can do. We will and see people about that. will know that you're Filipino, or <laughs> you support the Filipino culture in Christmas by hanging this up outside your yes. house. It's a it yes, is it's a, a very, very Filipino thing. It's a Filipino <laughs> Christmas uh, tradition. Yes, and um, also uh, CSFA is also uh, hosting free Tagalog lessons. Um, if any of you guys are interested in um, signing up for Tagalog language class, uh, just please check out their their uh, Facebook page, CSFA. Sorry, Cultural so- Society of Filipino Americans, Minnesota is the name of their Facebook page. All the information is will be there. Cool. And it's sad that I won't be able to partake in it, but it's Saturday nights, and that's D&D nights for me. I gotta slay dragons. You gotta slay dragons. And um, just another, and then this is like uh, news happening in the US. So there's a new PBS show. It's actually a a PBS kids series. Uh, It's called Jelly, Ben, and Pogo. This is is a series created by uh, oh my god. Jalsia Leva. Sorry if I'm butchering the name. Um, It's going to be a short series about Jelly and her brother Ben and Pogo, who is a young sea monster. Um, Jelly and Ben are Filipino heritage. And the whole entire show is infused with like the Filipino culture. So it, it will include the Tagalog language, the food, music. They even have a Lola, their grandmother there, and the whole the whole cast is voiced by Filipino or Filipino American talent. So this is a kid show. So I assume this is like airing. This airs on. For us, it's channel two. Right. Oh, I don't. I don't have. I don't have. That's <laughs> too. <laughs> Two local television or the am, PBS I app that far away, or or there's the PBS app, right? I mean, yeah, who doesn't yeah. have a streaming channel at this point? Right. Uh, <laughs> so it should be out now. It premiered this fall, and I I I first heard about this over at, at TikTok. A couple of the uh, Filipino influencers I follow were talking about this, and I was like, "Are you serious?" Nice. It's so nice seeing a Filipino, um, the Filipino, like, identity being seen in the media, especially yeah. during kids. Do you know how many times I had to 
explain to my my friends who were also kids what Lola meant. Like they thought that Lola was that was like actually her name, and it's actually <laughs> no, that's 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 Lola a, that's means a title. grandmother. Yeah, it's a title. It's, it's like oh, that's interesting. I thought that it was like Lola Bunny, and I'm like no, 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 no. no. <laughs> I just had a tough time trying to explain to my to my friends. I just had a tough time trying to explain to my friends why like relatives would just show up randomly at my house. <laughs> so, I I, yeah, that happened to me too. Yeah, happens all the time. <laughs> so yeah, that's um yeah. If you have PBS, go check it out. And that's a, that's a wrap for local events. Sweet. And if I can get my act together and do this, where is it? All right. So Philippine news. Um, you might have heard this on the on the news that Netflix took down a couple of episodes of one of their um, uh, mystery dramas. Um, <laughs> called a uh, spy, actually spy drama, um, because of a map that was shown on the episode that pretty much signified that China, um, owns the disputed waters of the South China Sea, where pretty much, you know, the Philippines took, took offense to it and demanded that Netflix take it out. Apparently this happened like way like in September and it's just now made public. Um, the show is called Pine Gap and yeah, apparently in the Philippines, I don't know if it's like they, they blocked it here in the United States but definitely in the Philippines they blocked the episodes. So um, the the ratings um, the ratings uh, um, office over there in the Philippines, the government told Netflix to take it down because it was you know false false news or false you know it may insinuate that China's you know China owns it and that sort of thing so Netflix <laughs> relented and they took it down is it just me or does it seem like that's a rare occasion like we hear like China always banning certain movies in their theaters and TV shows or whatever because of something going on that the U.S. did or did not do or whatever. Yeah, I mean, look at I always I always look at like you know like things that are happening like um like for instance right China was it um who said it someone a celebrity like like recognized Taiwan. And that celebrity had to go on, like, you know, went on YouTube or whatever on the social media and, like, profusely apologized to China. <laughs> and I'm like, <laughs> what is that? You know, like, what? What What are we doing? <laughs> so, it's... it's I mean... I don't know. My like, point, it's weird. Well, my point was is that it really must have pissed off the Filipino... The Filipinos, like, it is it's really bad because the Philippines don't really do that, do they? Not, I've never heard them do something like this before. Yeah. I mean, 
they could have. I mean, Netflix is such an international like entity right. now that they could have like maybe like um, I don't know like there's certain streaming there are certain streaming um, uh, services in the Philippines that we do not get here in the United States. Mm-hmm. One that happens to be one that's really really catered to Korean streaming shows. Mm, right yeah. <laughs> so that's another that's another podcast episode ex- right there <laughs> exactly but you know he, they may have been doing it with that but it's just it's just interesting to me that that i mean that area the south china sea has always been a contentious area it's always been a back and forth there were islands yeah. involved you know that you know like china like declared you know these islands are ours when the philippines was already there <laughs> and you yeah. know, fishing right off of it, and then things happened. And I mean, it's just interesting to me that um, right now, you know, like it feels like it feels like I don't know when is it going to end. You know, with these things, these disputes and stuff like that. I mean, it's not even just the Philippines are disputing it. Vietnam is disputing it. You know, and the other surrounding yeah. countries around there is disputing these waters. So it's. It just so it just so happens that yeah, don't <laughs> don't don't kayak in those seas. <laughs> yeah, these are and the thing is it is it is a uh, the reason why it's so disputed is the South China Sea is is heavily heavily commercialized in fishing. Yeah. So I mean that place you know like in the Philippines one of the biggest industries in the Philippines is fishing. Yeah. You know, and if you. We, you know, if someone encroaches on your fishing grounds and stuff like that, you wouldn't be too pleased. <laughs> so, naturally, yeah, naturally. So, anyways, so that's the news. Netflix is taking those episodes down. I think it's like episode three and four of that show. Um, on other news, coronavirus <laughs> in the Philippines is down. In, like to the, the cases point, are down. The or? cases are down. Like for instance, right? Like even. Even between what is it like, like um, October twenty sixth, right? It was just below five thousand, and now it's like hovering below a thousand. Oh, so now it's it's down. Like, is is it because of vaccination rates going up? I think up? so. I think it's just like like a it's. It's like all the other things that they're doing. They've been doing like a lot of focused quarantines and stuff like that. Like, oh. like focused, like instead of like all of Manila is quarantined. They're taking like spots of Manila to quarantine, spots of like the region to quarantine, that sort of thing. In fact, it's so down that Manila is now lifted from their quarantine. So now you can go hmm. sing karaoke and, <laughs> <laughs> you know, at the bar and and have fun with your friends and, you know. Your bag is still going to get inspected when you go into a mall. You can't escape that. That's always a Philippine thing. So, Even karaoke, and this is kind of a tangent. Even karaoke, you don't have to go to like one place. There are karaoke apps that you could just do. <laughs> yeah, it's but... just... Or there's always TikTok. That's true, but that's I don't think that's the same as like hanging out with you know palling around with your friends, getting drunk and like you know, drink you know, and singing singing oh, yeah. singing Frank Sinatra t- songs until you're blue in the face. Now 
Now, I'm not saying that I have tried a karaoke app, maybe. Oh. I'm not. I may have. I could probably dig up that episode on our other podcast where you were. <laughs> where you completely but yeah. confessed. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I haven't touched I haven't touched any of those apps since and I'm like nope. <laughs> those apps are so big in the Philippines. It's it's just whole, like when I when I went back there um a uh, couple times when I been went back there. Yeah. Um I tried one of those apps cuz I was hooked up to the Google services in the Philippines. You know, honestly. Okay. So I tried it. And, you know, like you're sitting there like looking for songs. Record yourself while you're singing. And, you know, they even have like posted on Facebook thing. There's no way I post myself on Facebook. But like, it's so big. It is my, my cousin's husband is like, was addicted to it for like, for a while. <laughs> like, yeah. he'd be singing like boys to men songs on, on his, on his phone and posting it. You know, he's a good singer. I'll give him that. He's a good singer, and yeah, you know, so it's a plus. I think, I think the one that <laughs> I is. that I tried, um, I forgot what the name was, but I I I tried it, and I then like played it back. I deleted it right after because <laughs> when I recorded myself singing to the song, there was a lag, so my <laughs> my. My singing was like five seconds off. You look like a you look like a Japanese anime dubbed. Probably. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't even have. It, I don't think it had video recording. I think it did, but I turned it off. But oh yeah, I was gosh. like, oh, if it if it can't sync correctly, forget it. You have to forget be, it. You either have to, my 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 view on karaoke is that you either gonna be drunk. To sing, right, and everybody else around you has to be at least buzzed, you know, if not drunk, so that yeah, so that everybody sounds good. And <laughs> either that, or you better be doing it at you know at relatives' house and someone's forcing say, you. It's more like a family reunion. <laughs> yeah, for me, it wasn't really at a bar. It was more. We just went to our uncle's house. Yeah, exactly. Let's. It is, and we uh, just took turns. You took turns, right? It was a safe zone. They even whipped out a guitar sometimes and yep. strum strung along. <laughs> <laughs> someone, someone is someone is bound to sing like either a what was it in my house? Someone was either gonna sing like a 1960s tune. You know, some yacht rock cover of some sorts, or a Frank Sinatra tune. It was so. the, no. See, my with my with my household, we weren't really into Frank Sinatra, oh. but it was more like love songs, like oh, oh yeah, air, love a, songs. a lot of a lot of Bee Gees and Air Supply. <laughs> mine. The... Oh, I really don't remember. I think mine was mostly like eighties or nineties. It was a Mostly lot of the 80s. 80s. Yeah, 80s. There was... So? Who was, like, a lot of air supplies made in. Someone tries to belt out, like, a uh, Whitney Houston song. Oh! And... I have a tape! <laughs> I have a tape! 
of me when I was a kid singing my heart out to um what was it? I will I will or no what it wasn't I I will all, always love you forever. It was um I'm gonna dance whole, with somebody. No, <laughs> it was like I I I will be free. Uh, I don't I remember the title of that song. For, yeah, that was it, a, that, that was yeah. a Whitney Houston song. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, and that 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 ending. You have to finish big. You, you and have that to ending, finish big. Nailed it. <laughs> you have to finish big. That's always been like, oh my gosh, I, I'm telling you, that's. <sighs> anyway, we were gonna have a. Didn't we already have a discussion on karaoke? We on this probably show? did. We probably um, did. I. I keep forgetting. I think we were talking about <laughs> karaoke in general, the yeah. origins behind it. But not maybe we've delved into our experiences. <laughs> you know, maybe karaoke is such a big thing in the Philippines. I read this while I was reading like like the COVID news. You know, karaoke is such a big in the Philippines that that that's how they promote supermarket um specials. I believe it. It's with karaoke. <laughs> I believe it. I believe it. Oh. Because as gosh. you said, where's karaoke held? Either at a relative's house, and usually at what happens at a relative's house, there's a ton of food yep. to feed everybody. Or it's at a bar. At a bar. And what <laughs> else do you need in order to, you know, drink, you know, with drinks, food? Yep. So, Although, I believe it. On occasion, when I was in the mall in the Philippines, there was always some dude over at the electronics store belting out some kind of song on the karaoke machines over there. And it's always... Uh, it, it felt like a cringeworthy moment <laughs> most of the time. <laughs> when I when I just like pass by there. Of course, I'm the American, so it's going to feel very foreign and cringeworthy you don't you imagine someone at best buy belting out some kind of like a karaoke <laughs> song in the middle of a store i think i think that's the easiest way to spot a filipino really oh yeah the filipino would stop <laughs> listen and then rush over take the mic away <laughs> that's not how you sing it <laughs> dub it dub it dub it Okay. Anyway, uh, is there is there anything else going on nope, in the Philippines? That's, or is that it, it? that's it for the news. And now, and if I can get my board back up, we're gonna do a deep dive. All right, so during the time of this recording, Halloween has just passed, and uh, All Souls Day is passed, and or Day of the Dead is passed. So, how many of you went to the went to the cemetery to pay respects to your loved mm -hmm. ones? Right. Um, I just okay, so. I was thinking about this during Halloween and the fact that I don't think the Philippines really do Halloween. Like they don't really do the trick-or-treating thing that we don't, you know, we don't do the 
um, let's you know, let's carve jack-o'-lanterns and place them outside the steps, or or have scary, you know, ghoulish things out in the out in the yard to scare kids, that sort of thing. I mean, did you, I mean, I don't, I've never been to the Philippines during this time of year. Yeah, neither I don't have remember, I. I just don't remember like. Like, even when I was a kid in the Philippines, or even when, I, like, it was never really a thing. I mean, it was like, you know, it was during the bird month, so we were celebrating Christmas already at this point, so. Um, I don't think, I think, for Halloween, I think it's different in the Philippines uh, as compared to in the U.S., because the U.S., it's, I think it's more kid-centric because of all the trick-or-treating and the, the candy and everything else um for for the philippines i think it's less about the trick-or-treating and the candy and more if any it's, more about it's by uh, your relatives like you're it's all souls day yeah you know but there are some there are some because i know a lot of uh communities there in the philippines they're really into like i guess you could say cosplaying yeah, like Halloween currently, is... like recently, like now, or or in the past. Uh I well, not I don't know about the past, but right now, right now, I'm seeing okay. a lot of people uh, in the Philippines that love to dress up, especially in the comic. Oh yeah, community. Um, I know, I know my uh, cousin, one of my cousins, uh, she would always love to paint her face. And those like defying like illusions or whatever, mm-hmm. like her face is like not there. Um, <laughs> and she and she always like like to uh, dress up, usually around Halloween. Really, and in the Philippines? Yeah. Nice. Maybe it's catching um, on. I don't. <laughs> well, I don't know. And but but it is correct though with what you say with you know. Um, Visiting relatives in the graves. That's a common occurrence. There's only like... There's certain times of year in the Philippines where it's a very, very big deal. To Mm -hmm. And and the thing is like... During like Memorial Day... There's a Memorial Day, you know, in the Philippines. Not like the same Memorial Day we have here in the United States. Because Memorial Day in the United States is like fallen heroes and and war you know people who are veterans of wars and stuff like that and that sort of thing right in the philippines it's not that it is memorializing your ancestors your deceased loved ones your the people who's gone before you kind of thing right to the point where Mm -hmm. during memorial and i don't know if they do this in during all souls day i could i think they may you know but okay. they will spend the whole day at the cemetery. And they don't even call it cemeteries. They call it memorial parks. Right? Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And, or, you know, it's like memorial parks. I Maybe they, well, I mean, the, the proper name where, I mean, the name that they give it where where my parents live and where my parents are buried is, they call it Mentirio, right? Which is very Mm. it sounds very sounds like cemetery but the thing is if anybody has ever gone to a cemetery in the philippines they will know this one thing and one thing that's very distinctive 
there's a lot of mausoleums. Yeah. In the memorial parks. And they're not just like, you know, they're not like just like mausoleums here in the United States. Like, because there's mausoleums in the United States. You can go over to like the ones in, you know, just over at Glenwood Cemetery here in the in the cities, you know, it's an old cemetery and they have mausoleums in there, but it's like, I mean, in the Philippines, it's like, it looks like a house, like a small house. Yep. And, and it's like, you can go in it. And some of them are very extravagant. Like, like they've got like places to sit. They have Mm -hmm. a second floor, you know, in some areas of the Philippines, they have like, an actual living room in the in the on the second story because that they spend a lot a whole day there. Yeah. And it sounds very very weird to to the you know people in the United States, but not very weird in the in the in the Philippines cuz it's it's their thing, right? We respect mm-hmm. our elders. And we mm-hmm. respect the people who come before us. You know, my it's you know I don't think I mean it's such a con, like a conservative the Philippines is is fairly conservative mainly because you know people there are mostly Catholics right one thing mm-hmm. I always remember when I was growing up Catholic especially in and this happened like at my parents church was this very conservative Catholic right okay they discouraged the families to not celebrate Halloween and I don't know if that sort of picked up in the Philip that it's like the same thing in the Philippines because they always saw it like, you know, worshiping the devil and, and mm. you know, and witches and okay. whatever, you know, that sort of thing. And, mm-hmm. um, but I don't know, like Halloween to me, it's not one of my favorite holidays. I have to say, I'm not a very dress up kind of person. Unless, okay. unless the costume was absolutely awesome and ran, I would definitely wear it. Like, okay. Like I dressed up like a, you know, Angela like made me a full on like Jedi costume. <laughs> you know, and oh yeah, I'm gonna wear that. That's cool, right? I'll do that, but I'm mostly the guy who like, you know, will hand out candy to kids and stuff like that. I like doing that. Um, yeah. So. That was my thing this year. But I know you, you dressed up. Well, <laughs> see, um, well, this year, uh, Halloween fell on a Sunday. Yep. And we didn't really plan anything big for Halloween. Um, I know my husband, I think the most that he did was just put on his vampire fangs. And uh-huh. just dressed up as like a lost boy, but it's really just him in <laughs> his own clothing. <laughs> but um, so on Saturday, I decided to dress up as a dungeon mistress. Ah, okay. And it was fitting because we were playing D and D, and I was the DM. So I decided to pretty myself. I have pictures, and I'm I'll post it on on Instagram. But um, yeah. I was actually, I see. I grew up in, with a cath at, with a Catholic family. I would mm-hmm. say that they are quite conservative, but with Halloween, when it came to Halloween, I don't think they viewed it as like a devil worship. It it was just all 
childish fun yeah. to them. So they let me, you know, dress up. They let me trick or treat. And yes, I trick or treat in the 1991 Halloween. Yeah, so did I. <laughs> Holy moly. And it was that time that no one really cared that you were in costume. They just cared that you were somewhere safe with your parents. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Did they... Did Was it foreign to your parents? Like, this whole Halloween thing, was it really pretty foreign to them when... Um... Like, have they ever experienced... Did they ever, like... Because I know my parents... It was foreign to them. Like, we were introduced to it by my, my aunt when we, like, you know, when we were, like, fresh off the boat. <laughs> yeah. You know? And and the thing was, like, I, I still have a picture of me. I think my brother was, like, dressed up as Darth Vader. <laughs> okay. And I was dressed up, like, I want to say I was, like, dressed up like a, like, like a karate Dude, oh, karate kid? Like, like karate kid or something like that. Yeah, I remember that. You know, like, you know, my aunt took my parents to, you know, to like Target or whatever and got us costumes and everything. And then the thing was, when I was growing up, the first, the first Halloween trick-or-treating that I ever experienced was in the most ritzy, bougie neighborhood in Minnetonka. Because that's where my aunt lived. They lived in like the Roxborough neighborhood of of Minnetonka. Big houses. Affluent neighborhood, right? Mm -hmm. And we went there, you know, and like I just remember this distinctly because I've never seen it before ever after this was that like, you know, full-size candy bars. Oh, that house is going to be popular. <laughs> oh, no, that's not even half of it. Because the people who lived there, like, owned, like, franchises of fast food places and everything. So, guess what they were handing out? Actual Vouchers meals? for Happy oh. Meals <laughs> or Burger King, Burger King's gift certificates and that sort of thing. You know, we're talking yeah. about, like, we're talking about, like, like, things that I don't think I've never seen before. In my obviously even like in the, my own neighborhood growing up never did it was like hmm. fun size you know and let's face it I don't know what's fun about fun size I'm it's <laughs> better than minis that's, oh yeah oh I think there were minis at one point but it's like because and you know and it wasn't just like candy bar like chocolate bars it was mostly like the, the cheap like hard candies like, oh those yeah yeah like like candy corn that sort of Those, thing yeah the, yeah oh <laughs> you know what i mean it's like the the halloween version of peeps yeah and <laughs> yeah exactly and i just remember that because my parents i don't think my parents really knew what to do you know if anything um i don't know i wouldn't say i i, I really don't know what my parents thought of halloween because they were here in the u.s for a couple years i think before I was born. Yep. So they probably learned through like observation. Yeah. And they were like, okay, well, this is how it is here. So we will go ahead and yeah, do, do what, how the Romans do. Yeah, do what the whatever. Romans do, you know. And I mean, I got to say, it was fun. And I think later on, you know, my parents really got into Halloween. Like they did the whole like, you know, like 
I remember decorate decorate the house in Halloween and that <laughs> sort of thing. And you know, my, um, so yeah, I don't think we went that far. It, Halloween was basically you dress you dress up, you go trick or treating. Yep. As long as you still go to, to the mass for All Souls Day, you're okay. <laughs> yep. You're, you're okay. <laughs> We got to go to the cemetery, you know, the very next day or whatever. You know, it's like that. And you're usually freezing at the cemetery. And <laughs> trying and, to do, speaking, trying to do, trying to do the rosary in, in the cold. And you're trying oh, yeah. to keep, trying to keep the, the candles, <laughs> trying to keep the candles lit. <laughs> and speaking of like visiting relatives in the cemetery, um, Every every year, my mom will ask me to uh, visit my grandparents, like yeah. that, like twice, and one of them was Memorial Day. Yep, it was same and with my so, parents. Yeah, and yeah. so while everyone is visiting, like their father that served in the war or whatever, I'm I'm here just visiting my grandparents. Yep, they didn't serve any war; they just lived. <laughs> yeah, I try to. I mean, I try to visit visit the cemeteries you know the ones i've there's two cemeteries that that my relatives are buried here in in minnesota and i try to get to it i mean there was one there was one year where i don't know why but the cemetery was like closed it was locked and there was snow okay. on the ground and i was i was like determined to like I get. I gotta do this, right? I just gotta do this. I, I want to be the good Filipino son and just do this, right? <laughs> okay. So, I had to go through the woods, like there was because it was because the cemetery was surrounded by woods, and I sort of like parked my car there at the gate, went out through the woods and walked, you know, walked over to to the, you know, to the to the grave. Mm-hmm. And I just remembered, like, like, man, this is like, like, my my superstitions, like, sort of like in my back of my head, started like to creep up a little bit. <laughs> so, like, I was starting to say like, "Dabi dabi po, dabi po." For those of you that don't understand what Tapi Tapi Po means, I would strongly <laughs> recommend you watch Trace on yeah. Netflix to get it. Um, so, so Edwin, is this the reason why you will never live next to a cemetery? Oh, don't even get to start. Oh my gosh, there's no way you'd cut, catch me trying to live next to a cemetery. Cemeteries. Would you, would you <laughs> say? Would you say it's because of Filipino superstition? Probably. It's probably that. I mean. Okay. When all right, so there was there was a house that my wife liked, right? Okay. Big problem. It was across the street from a cemetery. Now was this here or <laughs> this in was Minnesota here. or this was here? This is when we were like okay. we were trying to find a house, right? Uh, okay. And my in-laws started making fun of me because of it. You know. I'm like, no, it's not that. It's like, you don't, there's no way. I am not going to live in front of a cemetery. I've seen too many, like, Filipino horror shows, <laughs> you know, and in my back of my mind, superstition. It's the same reason why my parents never bought a house 
near a cemetery. They just wouldn't do it. It's the same reason. I wonder. I wonder. I wonder. Is it um like a Catholic superstition? I don't know. Like there's because, a lot of. Because I think it's been ingrained in my mind, at least when I was a Catholic, that you know, there will be a day when Judgment Day, and everyone will come back from the grave or whatever for the final judgment. And so I had it in my mind that okay. I'm expecting a zombie apocalypse. So that means... It does sound means... that way, doesn't it? <laughs> what? It does sound that way, doesn't it? So, yeah, so, of course, where would the zombies pop up from? The cemetery. Yeah. So, solution. Don't live... Don't live in the cemetery. <laughs> That's why it was... I felt, like, really weird, like, going through a cemetery, visiting my relatives, going, having to go through the woods. You know? Like, it just felt... It just felt like, wow, this this doesn't look like a horror movie at all. <laughs> yeah, it's quite know? boring, really. The more the more that you, you know, less superstitious about it, the more it's like, oh, okay, well, this yeah. isn't fun anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, yeah. But you still believe, I mean, in the so, back of your mind, you still believe that, you know, something's there. Yeah. But I don't think they're gonna pop out of the ground to kill you <laughs> no but you know it's just i mean philippine philippines you know the way that we, we we respect the dead even like during funerals and stuff like that like when i i never really got a taste of like how funerals actual funerals went until like my mom died and mm. when i was out out in the philippines you know and you know and and uh you know attending the funeral and everything where all of the superstitions came out all of it and some of these superstitions i already knew about like like even like when i was a kid you know like if there's one culture that believes in ghosts it's the filipinos like oh yeah yeah there's nothing i mean this whole like ghost hunter international or ghost hunting travel channel stuff that that we see yeah. you know it's like yeah that's that's all of that we pretty much believe in all of that stuff, you know, and, and like every time someone dies in the family, right? I think I told you, I think I may have explained this in a previous episode. The buddy system happens. Mm -hmm. right? Everybody starts pairing off. There's no way you're going to let anybody. It's, <laughs> it's like a, it's like a D and D session. You never split the yeah. You never go on, on your a dungeon own. by yourself. Exactly. You never go on a dungeon by yourself. And that's feel like even going to the bathroom was felt like like a dungeon. You know? <laughs> like you don't you don't go to the bathroom by yourself or you you know, it's just it's just weird. my parents are my family is you know, was was weird about that. Like like I forgot my cell phone at at my my uncle's house who just recently passed, right? And we were over at her, his place to do the prayers and every time someone dies we do the the nine day prayer yep right yep. so one time i forgot my cell phone there i got like stuck in the between the couch cushions right and i had to go get it back so <laughs> i went to go grab the keys to to the apartment from my cousin right who lived nearby went over her apartment grabbed the keys went over to the to my uncle's place right 
went inside, you know, looked around, looked in the car cushions, and I found it. Yay, right? <laughs> and then went back. And here's the thing. When I went back to bring the keys back to my cousin, right? First thing out of her mouth goes, you know, like, did you see anything? <laughs> I was like, was like, I supposed what? to? Was I supposed to? Yeah, right. Yeah, I was like, no. It's like, you know, like, you didn't, you didn't get visited or anything like that. It's that sort of thing, right? The very next morning, my parents asked me the exact same question. And, and everybody in the family was asking me that question. Because everybody, everybody knew I went back to the apartment to get my phone. And it traveled way fast. Like, just <laughs> way fast. And, you know, it's just... It's very we're very superstitious people, and, and a lot of that stuff is a lot of that stuff happened when my parent, my mom died because a lot of people didn't want to be left alone. Mm -hmm. People didn't want us to be left alone. There was always people at our house, you know, at, at my parents' house, and even during the funeral, it was like all of like these like tribal, like like rituals. Like they're not even Catholic, you know. They were like really like rural tribal stuff that that they were doing mm -hmm. that it was so foreign to me and i had no idea that these are the things that they do when a relative passes and it's all in an effort to it's all in an effort to you know like to guarantee safe passage to heaven to guarantee you know like you know like you know like I felt like one of them was like, don't haunt us kind of thing. But <laughs> I, mean, I think, I don't know, just, just listening to you makes me wonder of, I think, a good like distinction of the differences between the American culture and the Filipino culture are how we define ghosts. Yeah. With the American culture, it's like, if we say ghosts, what do you think of? You think of like... Haunted spirits, poltergeists, and all the other scary movies. And more like it's more like the poltergeist <laughs> or something that's out to get you. Yeah, or something or yeah. whatever. With the Filipino custom, I think it's more along the lines of communing. Yeah, with the spirits, and it's more of spirits than ghosts. I should say, we yeah. with the Filipino, we view ghosts as as if they were you know no different than us. Yeah. And we could just easily but communicate I or would whatever. Say, I would append that to say that that's 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 true, you know? But nevertheless, it's scary. Oh, it's still scary you know because I mean? you can't see it. Yeah, or some weird things happen and stuff like that, like you know, like like um you know, like things that normally doesn't happen is happen mm -hmm. happening. That sort of thing, you know? But, yeah. I mean, nevertheless, it is scary. That's why it's such a... I think even especially in my family, it's such a, like, a... You know, like, a very, very gossipy thing, you know? Because yeah. it's like... It's almost like they want you to see something, but at the same time, they're sort of scared for you to see something. But I think <laughs> that's the, kind of an attitude that the Filipino people have regarding of scary movies in general. Oh, yeah. Like, we are always like, no, 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 I don't want, I don't want any... I don't want anything to scare me. But at the same time, we're the ones that are buying the tickets, going into the horror 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 movies yeah. just so that we could 
not only oh. be scared, but also yeah. I think we are like we also like hearing about the story of yeah. you know. There are plenty of people in my family who will tell scary stories till the day's done, mm -hmm. right? But these are the same people who are telling these stories are the f like the most like you know scaredy cats of the family. You yeah. Know? It's just a it's just a juxtaposition in like in the way of thought. You know, it's like like yeah. it's, you'll you know, you love scary stories, but you know, like don't be fooled. Like you're the one who will pair up in no time if someone dies, you know? And I think <laughs> I think when I was when I was younger, I used to like listening about like the gore or how they died. Cause to me that's like Ooh, that's so cool or whatever yeah. and then when I got older it was less about how they died and the gruesome details or whatever and more about the story or the tragedy of their life yeah. that kind of appealed to the ghost story not so much of the like the jump scares or the yeah. horror movies or whatever and that's to me too when... I like that too because like even like the ring you know like the like Japanese story. ones it was a sad story it was a great yeah. like it was a, it was it was the, the story was more interesting to me than like like the creature who went out of the television you know spoiler alert although that was kind of cool though yeah <laughs> I was like okay so does that mean that if I watch a ding dong Dante's that he that I that there is a possibility that he might come up on the TV <laughs> <laughs> um but at, as I was saying back to the spirit of uh my with my um experiences with ghosts or spirits. I used to be afraid because when my grandfather, who was the first relative that died, that I can remember, I was always so scared because my parents would be like, oh, he's not, he's, he's, he may be dead, but he's still around. And when I was a kid, I didn't really understand what that meant. Like, like, is, like, is he, is he there, like, watching me eat or something or whatever? It was when I was when I grew up, I kind of made peace with the whole there are spirit there may be spirits around me. Yeah. But they just are there. They yeah. don't they're just there. They sometimes they wanna know that hello, rec like recognize me or notice me or whatever. But that's about it. They're not no. out to really murder you. No. I think that's just I think that's Hollywood. That's the Hollywood. Thing. I think that's Hollywood. And, and you know what? Or, or, um, or Philippine wood, I guess you could say. That's the reason. That's well. That's the reason why I got Roxy, my Doberman dog, because in the old house that I used to live in, there would always be like sounds that you know that its own. It was an old house. Yeah. It would make sounds, and I was like, okay, is that the house sound or someone trying to break in or whatever? Yep. So we got Dober uh, Roxy, our Doberman dog. And even she would pick up, not really sounds, but just, she would just stare off in a corner yep. and just stare at it. And I'm like, what's going on? And then my husband is like, I I think she, she sees something there. And then he would just say, hey, can you please leave my dog alone? And then Roxy would then play or do whatever. It's those those little instances that I'm like, okay, there's yep. something there. And even in my current house right now, Roxy is no longer with us. We had to put her down a, a year ago. Yep. But even so, 
I am smelling cigar smoke. Neither of us are smokers here. We would just smell it. Uh, just and you have a pretty a old house thing. too, like the one. And it's you... a pretty old house, yeah. but I was like, why is it? Why does it smell like smoke? I don't care. I just and it would just evaporate as quickly as it came. And I'm like, I don't know where that can can come from. We even have a motion detector at the bottom of the stairs. It would sometimes go on and off, and we would not be close. Yeah. To it, it could be faulty, or it could be something walking across. I don't know. Well, we learn to live with it. <laughs> we just yeah. learn to live with it. Yeah, it's just when I start hearing voices, and that's when I'm like, I think it's time to move. Oh, <laughs> Jeff would. My husband. My husband always would say, "Did you say something?" And I was. I'm off to, in the other room. And I'm like. No, I wasn't saying anything. And he's like, I thought I heard you say my name. I'm like, no. And it's only him that hears it. And I'm like, I don't know what you're hearing, dude. You get your ears checked. <laughs> when I start tips. to hear it, then maybe we will consider. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Yeah, I mean, there's there's plenty of... I've had, you know, I've heard stories of people getting, you know, like, like their haunted stories and stuff like that. I mean... I mean, I know, I mean, I knew, for me, I don't know what the heck I saw when I was a little kid, but, like, I just remember, like, staying at my aunt's house and couldn't sleep, and this was, like, at 3 o'clock in the morning, and I snuck out into, like, and my, my, my aunt and my uncle had a huge house, again, in the Roxborough neighborhood of Minnetonka, right? Huge house. Mm -hmm. And I just remember, like, like, it was still nighttime, and I opened up the door to this, like, you know, into, like, where, like, the stairwell is, and, it, like, it opens up into, like, 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 this huge, like, open area, and I saw something going down the stairs, and, you know, I saw something, like, going down the stairs down to, like, the, where, like, the family room was, and down into the down to like there was like they had like a dance floor next to the family room huge house Ooh. yeah huge house very bougie right <laughs> and and then this you know then like looked like she was like opening up the curtains and stuff like that but the curtains would never move and it still stuck to me till this day i don't know what i saw i remember telling my parents about it i told i remember telling my 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 aunt about it and i just remember my cousin going oh you saw the lady and i'm like what you know and i'm like you know i'm a little kid i was like four or five years old and i was just like, right like what you know like you know and then and then my parents like oh never mind don't listen to you know don't listen to, to him you know like it's, <laughs> it was you know whatever you know it's like that i didn't learn until after when i was grew up that that house was haunted and all the stories came out Ooh. And all the stories came out, and like my my cousins had experiences, my brothers had experiences, my uncle had experiences, you know. And <laughs> I'm just like, okay, you know, <laughs> okay. <laughs> now you know now everything makes sense in my head. So <laughs> that was like my only like time I've ever like saw a thing and saw whatever was that and that was when i was a little kid 
and you know. And look at you, you're still alive. Yeah, I'm still alive. <laughs> but anyways, I think we've ran out of time. Holy crap, we're almost at an hour thirty. So much for less than an hour. Yeah. <laughs> we and try and we the fail. Next time, the next time, next episode, just don't say anything about the time. Just talk and then hope <laughs> hope that it's just nobody knows. It'll just fall into <laughs> within boundaries <laughs> yeah all right so that's the time we have and yes it's long but we had a lot of stuff to talk about a lot of stories to talk about being filipino and the filipino culture and the, our experiences um i hope you enjoyed it and if you have any stories yourself and like you want to you want to share you know feel free to drop us a line you can catch us at like you can catch us at uh done not Dungeon Diners, that's our other podcast. Hollow Hollow Hangouts at gmail.com. Hollow Hollow Hangouts at gmail.com. You can also drop us a line on legendcreators.com, our website. Or you can find me at T Cities Edwin on Twitter or at DIY Edwin on Instagram, on the Insta. Pam, where can they find you? You can find me on Twitter at PandaCatDragon1. You can also find me on the uh, podcast Instagram account under Pandacat Dragon. I'm also behind the Facebook page for Legend Creators. Uh, you could also drop us a line there as well. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe. Comment, share. like, and subscribe. Yes. Yep. Come and uh, share and share this podcast with your family and friends. We would love the interaction. Yes, we like interaction. Say hi. On, on you know if you just want to say hi on our on our uh, social that's always a plus as well like, we like we like hearing from from listeners like people yeah so that's it thank you for joining us on episode 23 on hollow hollow hangouts mabuhai mabuhai